Well, it looks like uh, some interesting changes as well within the Bloemfontein Celtic managerial structures with the retrenchments, uh, demotions, if you want to call it that, being reported on today. Uh, they are without the CEO now. So there's no more CEO. He's gone. Kumbulani Kongo uh, being shown the door. Now, last month, there were reports of a fallout and a screaming match between their chairman, Max Shabalala, as well as Ukong. That led to the CEO's suspension. Now, we reached out to the Siwelele chairman, that's Max Shabalala, so that we can uh, get a sense of what has gone on here, and he can take us through what is actually going on. Max Shabalala, Bloemfontein, Celtic owner. Uh, good evening and welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide. Good evening, good evening Robert, and uh, good evening to our listeners, too. We haven't heard your voice in a while. We do appreciate your time, sir. I've been on a roller coaster, Rudy. I'm up and down. I'm trying to fix things. On a roller coaster? Why? What are you fixing? Running a team is not uh, bread and butter. Running a team is a challenge. Running a team is something that's out. It's not an ordinary business. So well, you have to make sure that things are right to run a team. When did you discover this, uh, Mr. Shabalal? Since I was at Roses United. And things were not rosy at Roses United? It can't be always be rosy. Even at Celtic, it can't always be green. Sometimes things are not going the way you want them to be. Let's talk about the Celtic experience. In fact, let's dive straight into it. We've known for many, many a year that at Bloemfontein Celtic, you are the man in charge as the owner. And we've always known that you have a CEO by the name of Kumbulani Kong. Was there a fallout? Was there a screaming match between the two of you? No, I don't know nothing of that. We've never had any screaming match with Kumbulani. If somebody can explain to me what's a fallout, then I'll be able to answer that one. But there's never been any screaming matches. The only thing that happened is that, uh, like in any other office, things didn't go accordingly. And it was one incident, and the team, myself as the chairman of the team, took action on that, and that's nothing else. When you say there was one incident, refresh our memories? No, no, no. We requested the CEO to write a letter to one of the sponsors, but he didn't do that, and the sponsors called me, and then I came back and because I gave the instruction, and I found out it was not done, and it was nothing wrong. The only thing that there was a delay. So you had wanted the letter to be written within a specific period of time, I would imagine? It was required that way, yes, exactly. And the resultant non-writing of this letter made you feel how? How did you feel about the fact that your instruction was not carried out? No, no, no. There's uh, never been a feeling. First and foremost, let me answer this. The resultant, the resultant of non-writing of that letter caused the sponsor to call me at night, and they were not happy. As you know, that... I am running the team from my pocket. It's difficult. Whatever sponsor we are having, we have to make sure, make sure that they are happy. That's when in the morning I went to see the CEO and I found out that letter was not written. Were the sponsors angry about something? I mean, just yeah. put, put us in, in, in the picture here, Mr. Shabalala. When you say you needed to write a letter to make sure that the sponsors are at ease, what would have made them feel uneasy? As per our meeting, there was supposed to be a letter that was supposed to be sent uh, to the sponsors. But uh, due to other things that are uh, not known to me, the letter never went out. 
it's only when I, I was phoned by the sponsor that the third letter that we agreed upon is not at our disposal yet. And I would like to take it to our CEO so that for, for his perusal. That's when I learned the letter was not written. And then immediately, the next morning, I went and go, went to the CEO's office and said, listen, why the letter was not written? Because I remember we said it in a meeting. I even said, please make sure that it must be done. Which sponsor in particular? No, 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 I can't disclose that. How many sponsors do you have? The number, we've got uh, four of them now. Yeah. Trust me, there's nothing wrong on this show for you to declare who your sponsors are. In fact, they'll be very happy to hear you mention their names. Who are the four? Rob, let's talk about the retrenchment and leave my sponsors, please. No, Mr. Shabalala, thank you. you. You're coming on a bit too rough. The your your answer to a simple question is 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 not going to be taken well because I think I'm going in line with your thinking and your talking. And remember that listeners don't live in your office in Bloemfontein, and we haven't spoken to you in a while. So if something emerges and you talk of sponsors, that is a good thing. In fact, we should be celebrating the fact that you've got sponsors. So I'm not too sure about the aggressive nature of you instructing me as the person interviewing you that I must leave your sponsors when you're the one that's talking about your sponsors. Are you not able to declare who the four sponsors are? And let me correct you, Rob. First and foremost, I never spoke of the sponsors. You wanted to know what caused the first, uh, uh, you claim it to be a fallout. I even said I don't know what's a fallout. For me to be able to put sponsors in was trying to explain to you, to respect you again, to show you what happened. But that's what I'm saying to you because now the sponsor in question, we fix it, we find. Understand? We don't want to discuss sponsors. As far as I'm concerned, I was called on this show to come and discuss the retrenchment that happened in our office. That's it. Mm. As you know, Mr. Shabalala, obviously, we never prepare questions at all for the show. So we are never scripted. We engage in a conversation. And part of the conversation is to listen to you very carefully. And when I've listened and it deemed important for me to have a follow-up question, then that is what is happening because people might not know who the sponsor is, might not know that you have four sponsors, which is a positive thing. Again, I reiterate, I am not deviating from how and what we asked you to talk about because we're going to get to the retrenchment. So we're building up a story and we're building up a case. Remember, we don't know. You're the only person that can inform us. So I see, Lubaba, we are just having a conversation. But if you don't want to talk about the sponsor and it's a sensitive thing, I will respect that and I will back off from the sponsor and I'll never talk about sponsors again. Is, is no, that how you'd you. want it? I would love that. Thank you. You've retrenched Kumbulani Kong. And others, yes. Okay. Let's deal with him as a CEO. The others will get to if they are important. We've spoken to Kumbulani. We know him as a CEO. We know him as somebody who's been with the club for a long time. So in you retrenching him, what were the reasons? No, look, uh, it's uh, quite known. It's, uh, I think now everybody knows that for the fact that we've been running the team for about four years now. This is the fifth year without a sponsorship. And as you know, that uh, without a sponsorship means that I have to take money from other businesses to help Celtic survive. So well, when we went uh, to our legal advisor, business advisor, was that 
firstly, we need to, one, try to reduce the number of uh, staff, I mean, people who are taking money from the team and stuff like that. It happened uh, a year ago whereby we retrenched some of the junior members of the office. Our, some of the caretakers and stuff like that, it happened, it went through in the security. So the second phase now was that to look at our senior staff or positions that we think that if we lose an individual there, it won't cause any problems in the team. And then we did do that. We did, uh, Kungan was one of them, the head of the, the security, manager of security was one of them. And then uh, our team. The head of uh, health and safety was one of them also. Because uh, uh, under them, there's always people working under them. Those are senior positions. So you, you, you feel that by letting go of those main players within your business, you would then be saving money? We are already. According to the business and advisors, we were sa- we're saving a couple of money to, that will help us to sustain and run the team again. But, How much uh, are you saving? No, I can't disclose that figure now. But you're saying it's a substantial amount? Yeah, it is. I mean, you're talking of senior management. You don't talk of just middle. You speak of senior management. Senior management are getting paid well. And, and in, uh, the absence, if, in the I mean, absence yes. of senior management, though, yes. um, Mr. Chair, yes. do you replace them? Do you leave those positions vacant? What then happens? Do you remain without a CEO from here moving forward? Yes, exactly. That's what we are doing. Look, uh, we're not going to replace anybody. For that matter, let's say we get, manage to get a main sponsor now, the one that we are looking for and stuff like that. If we can get a main sponsor, we'll gladly, uh, like we said, it's even written in this letter, uh, the CEO and the others, we'll gladly get our senior management back. But for us to reduce our salary bill is to take people who are getting higher, that we know that there's people underneath them who can still do the job. A CEO is an important cog in any organization. Yes. Operationally, he is needed. Yes. He carries out your instruction and he carries out the vision of any organization. So if you're not replacing a CEO, who will deal with the organizational day-to-day duty and functions of a club? The general manager. Is he a general manager of the club or is he the general manager of the business of the club? The general manager of the club. Actually, he was the general manager of the business. So what we are going to do, we're talking of somebody who's an accountant who's, working, who's been working with us for long. We'll be able to take over uh, the duties of, uh, let's say, look, CEO is like uh, the MD, because we, we used to have an MD before, we remember, Rani Ramabut. We also right. try to reduce those things there. But the general manager will be able to run those things. Because, by the way, the team now is run by the general manager day to day. The CEO and myself is to like talk it to the media, talk to sponsors, attend meetings of the theater and stuff like that. The GM is who? No, no, now we can't disclose yet, but uh, we've already have somebody in the office. So you don't have the GM? Not or you now, haven't appointed now. him? No, no, not yet, not yet, Rob, not yet, yes. But we've got somebody who's been doing all the general jobs, general management job in the office, and so, but you have never been appointed as general manager because why we had a CEO. We, we, I felt that it would be, uh, what do you call it, duplication of uh, duties. 
So the GM that you're going to be appointing is somebody who has been in that office already? No, yes, sir. We're not going to look according to the retrenchment law also. You can't retrench an employee. I mean, that's unfair. What we are doing is that we're taking somebody from a lower position and just might be able to do that job. Okay. Again, because of what you've said, Mr. Shabalala. Yes. I'm going to unfortunately have to go back to issues that have to do with sponsorship. You said it's the fifth year without a sponsorship. Those are yes. your words that you've just said now. Exactly. Okay. So if it's a fifth year without sponsorship, but previously you said you have four sponsors, please help me out here. Okay. Let me break it down to you. Thank you. Actually, we've got pouring, pouring right sponsorship. Pouring, our pouring right sponsorship is Tweezer. It's uh, right. for water and our cold drinks and uh, uh, like our uh, sport drinks. And then we've got Itau, is our sleep sponsor. And then uh, we've got uh, Mercedes Benz, it's our transport sponsor. And then we've got G6 Group, they are our like, servicing and maintenance of our cars. Those are the current sponsors. It's like operation sponsorship and stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. Our specific, even what I said, I said, if we can get a main sponsor. Okay. So from tweezer to the water to the cool drinks to eat now on the sleeve to Mercedes-Benz uh, to G6 yes. maintenance of and your sorry, cars. Sorry. And also Ikaheng. I always leave my company out. And Ikaheng Developers, that's my company. That's our sister company. The one that gives money to the team. Ikaheng Developers. So Ikaheng is your company and Ikaheng yes. is the one that pays your players? Yes, yes, yes. That's uh, adding money on it, yes. So if you have a, a G6 group that deals with the maintenance of cars, yes. whose cars are they? Do all of your players have cars? Yeah, they all have cars, but uh, it's not for players. The players get uh, 50,000 bucks. They maintain all the team's uh, cars and Ikahe cars for service and everything. And Mercedes-Benz provide what? They provide a bus? Uh, they provide the 23-seater bus. You remember, we've got smaller bus, the 23-seater, for our development teams. That we are using for development. And the senior team, how do they travel? No, they drive cars, but then I bought uh, a Marco Polo bus, also from the city, but that one is bought by the team. The big bus that we travel up and down with. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, so th th those are your, let's say, subsidiary sponsors. But what you're looking for is a sponsor that's going to be the main sponsor, that's going to the sit on the, in the middle of your, your, your jersey. Exactly, the main sponsor. We are currently talking to some companies. That's what we are doing now, yes. But it's been long, and, you know, due to COVID also, it's also taking more. I mean, nobody wants to put money yet until they know what's happening. But how close are you to striking a deal? Like I answered, I said earlier, it's difficult now. We have been talking, but due to the pandemic, nobody wants to put money yet. You see, there's a bit stolen and stuff like that. But you feel that you're close, though. I mean, you, from your sense as a businessman, you feel that there's a positive move. You're like 73% there to getting the sponsorship. If I was 73% to get a sponsorship, or I'm saying, like you are saying, I would have never you know, engaged in retrenching people. Because of the uncertainty is the one that's causing me to retrench people. And once you've got... And this, is a, this has got more to do with the admin, 
that you okay. have to face. Okay. That if you do clinch, for example, and I hope things go well in, in you getting the sponsorship, and you do clinch the sponsorship, do you believe that you would be in a position now to appoint a CEO, or do you believe in your mind that that position on its own, regardless of how much money you have, is redundant? Look, Robert, uh, I'm about to get into a new route. Like you rightfully said earlier, there was a CEO before. Now there's no CEO. Let's say uh, with the general manager, we found out we are doing well. You understand? Because according to us now, with uh, the small resources that we are having and also small companies that we are dealing with, uh, we feel that the general manager will be able to do the job. But immediately we felt that we're having a bigger sponsor and the duties need more, need a CEO. We won't even deal with that. Like Kumbudani, I had a meeting with him. If uh, that happened, we'll even always try, if he's not employed or whatever, we'll call him back. He's our CEO. We never had there's nothing, there's no beef between us. It's just that it's a business decision, it's a financial decision. So do you believe that if you retrench somebody in a position of being a CEO, and then you call him back again, that that person with, with all his dignity intact, except to come back in a very unstable environment? I've never talked of any beliefs. I said, let me, let me quote myself again. If the general manager post happens to need a CEO, the first preference that we'll do, according to Kumbulani, and why I make mention of Kumbulani is to show that the, what do you call it, the fallout and the thing that you are talking about in the media, I don't know nothing about it, is to show to you that I don't have a fallout with Kumbulani. He'll also say the same. What we've done is a business decision because we are tight now. But if, like you said, Kumbulani can be employed everywhere. But if we need a CEO, we employ another one. But the first preference will be given to Kumbulani. And this show to you and to others that there is no fallout that you are talking about. We don't know about it. The competency of a general manager. For you, what's, what's the most important thing, uh, Mr. Shabalala, for you to attain as a club? Yes, you've mentioned the main sponsor, but in a general manager's position. And the reason why I asked you earlier whether, remember you've got, you got people who are GMs or football managers, and they are there to do tasks that are immediately around the club. So when I talk about booking flights for the players, booking hotels, travel plans, all of those logistical things are then dealt with by a football manager or a GM, whatever the title that you give. And then there's the administrative GM, the person that deals with the files, with the books, who sits in front of the computer and deals with the day-to-day. So I'm sure you, you can picture where I'm going in terms of that. Exactly. So this GM, the one that you, you're not giving us his or her name, steps into the position you want that person to occupy which part of the business of Bloemfontein Celtic? The senior administrative uh, part of the team. The senior administrative part means point number one, dealing with players' contracts, dealing with uh, negotiations so, so with players when I'm in my absence, and also dealing with companies outside, outside the team. Like I said earlier, for now, due to this COVID and due to lack of sponsorship, all our sponsors are in the free state. And we've been sponsored by companies that are in the free state. So well, it's, uh, the GM will be able to deal with them like that. You know like you rightfully said, we've got what you call a team manager who does all the bookings and everything. The, the, the general manager has got nothing to do with that. You know 
The government manager will make sure that uh, the team manager has booked the flights, the teams, the players are going for the physiotherapy and everything, just to make sure that exactly what uh, what uh, the CEO was doing. Because actually, he was doing that with the CEO. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, so you, you're pretty happy with that. And, and, and that person, is it, is it somebody that you believe we should know who, who your, the football manager is? Actually, I'm not happy about that. Uh, losing, making, losing Kumbulani is not a good thing. And I'm, saying, I'm not happy about that, but I'm forced by circumstances, and he'll also reiterate what I've said. We did have a meeting and sit down with him. He knows what's happening. It's difficult. So, well, uh, what we are, like you say, what I'm going to do is that I can't uh, until I appoint, like I said, I appointed the person in the position as a general manager. I can't put it on the media until I've spoken to him or her and he or she will be able to take the position. Because we've got about uh, three people who've been working directly under Kumbulani. Yeah. Because what we need to do, also, if I may add, Robert, what we, need, what we needed to do was to put somebody, not somebody new, who's coming from outside, who doesn't know what's happening, outside, I don't say outside the team, I'm saying outside the structures of Celtic. You know what I'm saying? It's somebody who's been doing this daily, who knows what's happening. If you say to him, listen, uh, contract of whoever puts on, he'll know, and then in a computer business contract, he's been doing that. We've got three of them who've been helping with the CEO. The name Ghana Ganisto, do you know that person? Yes, I know Ghana very well. What's his role at the club? Ghana is a young man, he can't even be a general manager. He's a young man growing, very ambitious. He's a marketing and uh, Ghana is a computer expert. He's doing, if you've checked now, he's just upgraded our website from Ikahing to Celtic. That's what he's doing. And for that matter, Ghana is not employed by Celtic. Ghana is paid for the duties that he delivers there. He's got his own company. So he's not employed by Bloom he's Celtic, but does, but does work for... So who, who, yeah, pays, who pays him? Yeah. Sorry? So who pays him then? Rob, me and you will always go up and on this. Who pays the subcontractor of, uh, of any company in your country? It must be me. I'm paying his company for the services rendering. Ghana do, does what you call it, website. He's, re- he's building and rebuilding websites and also updating our website. If you, if you remember vividly, our website was dead and out. It's mm-hmm. only now after we have uh, not service of Ghana, his company, himself and his partner, they have, they have upgraded that. He's not even alone. There are two in this company. Uh, no, absolutely, and and that is why I'm 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 saying and asking about his role is because your your website and your online activities really look great. It's a, it's a massive improvement from what you've seen. Um, yes. 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 Absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll ask you to maybe answer that. Um, call and message that's come through. We're going to take a quick break. Max Shabalala uh, chatting to us with the retrenchments that have been going on at uh, Bloemfontein Celtic and seeking clarity uh, from him on all and more uh, of what is going on and the way forward. Chatting to the Bloemfontein Celtic owner, that is Max Shabalala right here on Marrow Sports Worldwide on Metro FM as well as Radio 2000, hashtag MSW. Uh, lots of conversations that are happening online, uh, but in the remaining moments that we do have uh, with uh, Max, uh, let, let's uh, deal with the, the next phase in terms of where you are financially. You believe that you sound and you'll be able to see the season through. Many more seasons. Many more seasons. Yes. 
and you've done an, an audit and the auditors are, are happy with the books? I've done over five years. What's happening now? Sorry? I've been, I've, I've done over five years. If you say, I have, to, I have to doubt if I can go forward, then I don't know what I'm doing. No, 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 not at all. I think a lot of the time, Mr. Shabala, you, it almost comes across like you're being very defensive. My questions no, no, are just as, as straightforward as, as you get them. So if it's a case of because you're retrenching, remember, that's the conversation. That's the basis of the conversation is about retrenchments, is about what you're trying to do to maximize the money that you have to give to the people that deserve those positions. So the nature and the basis of the question is not an, an attack on you or your integrity or you as a human being. It's just to know, and that is why we have a platform to allow people to know. So, again, you're saying the auditors are fine, and you've got a plan moving forward. There is no takeover, because we hear these stories, and I know that you've kind of moved into the background of not being in the forefront of chatting about the club. So, in the remaining moments, all is stable at Bloemfontein Celtic, bar the retrenchments that you've spoken about. Any other issue that you would like to raise? Now, I don't think of any issue. Look, uh, what we've done is that uh, I don't know. Also, you must also take into consideration the fact that we are in a pandemic. A lot of bigger companies, even larger than us, have also retrained staff because due to the fact that uh, the resources are very minimal. We know that for the fact that uh, the all South Africans know for the fact that we'll get out of this pandemic and things will start to be rosy again. And then everything will go back to normal. As you know, you, we are always saying in football, we are in the new normal. We don't know what's the new normal. That's what's happening now. But uh, from the team's perspective, uh, everything's fine. That's why we're calling experts from outside to check where we, like, overspending, where we could save money and stuff like that. You see, this mm. was not done like uh, me waking up. I was not even part and parcel of the retrenchment. It's done by the lawyer, you know and uh, another thing that I would like to put in uh, cognition is that point number one, players' contract. The longer you see, if you let me make a play in the one uh, example of one player, like you see Baloy, our senior player. Mm. When you see Baloy five years at Celtic, it means that for five years his salary is increasing and he's signing on fee. That means, as all, everybody knows, all the chairmen and people that players' salary, if he's get getting 10 runs this year, next year it will be 12 from 50 or 15 runs. Well, it's escalation and stuff like that. And you have to come with ways and means of trying to keep your senior players because you can't go and lose your senior players. And then how do you do that? You look at positions that the team can do without. And I said, because mm. of the pressures that we are in. And uh, it's all you right by saying financial pressures because we don't sponsor. And also pandemic pressures because, look, uh, we're playing games. There's no supporters. There's nobody and stuff like that. Well, whatever, every week you're playing away and home, you're spending money. There's nothing that comes in. Okay? So like, I, we need to sit down and call experts and say, how, where can we reduce costs? Okay? Our expenditure mm-hmm. mustn't be that high. But like, like I said earlier, you can't even think twice of even once to go to... The players, the players are the one who's keeping the status, the value of the team. You've just said now, and, and obviously, again, we seek clarity on this, uh, Mr. Shabalala. You said you did not fire the individuals, including Mr. Congo. The lawyers did that. No, um, no, the retrenchment was done by the lawyers. Look, uh, when you access the company, right. you need to call and, and to, uh, 
an a professional individual from outside to come and assess. That's how you do retrenchment. And then you you write to Department of Labor and give reasons of your retrenchment. And they, that those are done by the lawyers. And then when they agree, after agreeing with the lawyers and stuff like that, then they show, you must show the income of the team, the expenditure of the team. And so if you can prove that uh, the expenditure is surpassing the income, then that's when they approve it. That's when we do the retrenchment. It's a legal retrenchment. All right. But do you give any input, though, in terms of where you think you need to cut down as far as expenditure is concerned? Yes, I do. But uh, what happened is that the professionals will tell you that, look, uh, like, let, me, let me give you the bold one when we started. They right. were also looking at our senior players. I mean, we talk of players who are getting the 100 and 120,000, But they'll say to you, but this individual, why is he earning this much? You understand? Mm-hmm. Then uh, you, as the owner of the team, you'll sit down and say, listen, uh-uh. that is our senior player. Those people, you must know, Rob, they are professionals. They're not like me and you. Who knows the quality, uh, what do you call it, the trading of players, A, B, C, D of players. So you'll say to them, listen, you, we lose this individual. Ultimately, we lose the status of the team. They ask you how. They look, that when the team is weak, we'll be in relegation. You know what I'm mm-hmm. Then they'll go to other means and ways until they go to administration. All right, so no, nobody was affected from the playing personnel or your technical no. team? No, it can't be. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. That's what the way we stand. We said, no, we can't, we can't touch that because, like I said, mm. I don't want to see the team being relegated or the team being uh, fighting for relegation. That's it. We can't do that. Yeah. Do Maybe you believe... On what I've just said now, the very thing uh, today, I had a meeting with all the players and the technical team. We were talking about this. Whatever we say now, uh, they were also asking about this because they knew that there was this thing of uh, legal people coming and assessing the business. Mm. Yes. But were you able to reassure the players that everything is intact as far as they are concerned? Exactly. That's why I even make mention of it now. You lie in 12th position with 19 points. Black Leopards are at the bottom with 12 points. There's not much of a difference. I think it's about a seven-point difference. Is the issue of relegation a major worry for you or being in a relegation zone, or do you believe that you've got the stability to keep and maintain your status? No, we've got stability to keep and maintain the status. And not only keep and maintain the status, we've got stability to go and fight for top eight like we usually do. That's why we had a meeting, we had a two-hour meeting with everybody, the technical team and the players. Uh, due to the quality that we are having in the team, we know that, uh, like any other team, we are, we've been under a, bad, a very poor run of uh, results, and that will soon change. We, we've got players to do that. But if you lose experienced players, that's going to be difficult because you have to fight for that. You know what I'm saying? Our mm-hmm. players are ready. Like now, uh, most of our players who were injured, like my, Jackson Mabokwan is back. He has played the first game, you know, saying, though he was not right, but now the team has given a clean, clean bill of health. Baloi uh, is back. You know, saying. So most of our senior players, unfortunately, Mabena is on a red card, but you remember he's been on, a, he was injured for long also. He's also back, but he's just saving his last game on uh, the injury now, you see. So all our experienced players are coming back. As you know, Rob, in football, when things are bad, you look at your experienced players. And uh, those experienced players are the ones high earners in the team, are the ones that you must keep and make sure that they are happy and then they can be able to help the team to go back where it belongs. 
and where it belongs, as you say, is in the top eight and not yeah. the other way around. And I'm, I'm sure you know who the last team is that you're going to be playing in the season, right? Yes, I know. Who are you playing? No, drop. Let's talk about retention. You you talking a lot of things now. Why yeah. must I worry about the team that I haven't played? I must play. Uh, I must worry about the team that I'll play at the end of the no, season. No, I, I must I, worry I, about my next game. I know. I, I didn't yeah, say. I, I, it me, was just a simple question. I no, think, Mr. Shabalala, you, you, yeah, yeah. I, I think you, you're sitting in amber, always wanting to go red when it's just a very no, normal no, conversation. No. So I, I think you should take it within the spirit of the conversation, because what are you talking about now? And again, mm-hmm. you need to understand the logic behind the question. I, I don't just ask because I, I'm bored. I'm asking because we're having a certain conversation, which I believe is a mature conversation. Not on behalf exactly. of me, but on behalf of the listeners. But let me. You, you, talk, you talked yeah. about the, the relegation. So I said, and I gave you a points difference between you and mm. Black Leopards of seven yeah. points. And you mm. try and avoid that, and you said, no, you'll finish in the top eight like you usually do. And I was just yeah. reminding you that the team that you're going to play last is Black Leopards, and you don't want that game to be an no. important game that decides your fate. So all, all I'm saying is it's an opportunity for you to say, no, you're not going to be there. You'll be in the top eight. Celtic is a top team. You're going to be nowhere near relegation. That's it. We move on. No, but Robert, look, immediately if I'm going to answer the questions the way you want them, then this interview is not good. Let me give you, let me give you the perspective from my side as a chairman. I can't worry about a, a, a game that, but how can I say? I mean, I don't know how many, a couple of months away from now. I'm worried about my next game. In football, you are as good as your last and your next game, prepare the next game. It's all about the next game. It may come if we are not prepared. What is about saying Leopards the last time? We were losing all the games and winning against Leopards. What would have benefited us? The only worry, even what we talked, spoke about this morning with the, uh, with the player after training was that, listen, guys, the next game is important. One game at a time. So I can't look that far. If you are in this position and you are a football administrator, you've played this game, you know this game, you will always look at the next game coming and make sure that you get into relevant points on that. If you're not, you call a meeting, make sure you speak to it. I can't worry about that. It's too far for us or else mm-hmm. then we'll be investing in relegation then. Absolutely. Not a problem. Max, I, I wish you everything of the best. I'm not sure if you, you will be... I've looked at the dates in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, your, your appointment for the chairman's chair, yeah, is that something Robert, we can look forward to? Robbie, Robbie. Let's stop here with the same man. We'll talk the, the other one next time. I know you. Don't push everything together, Robert. Please, my brother, man. We'll talk that one. You know, you always talk to me. It's fine. Let's finish this one rightly, then I'll make the right decision. I don't want to be like I'm under pressure or something. I know we've got mutual respect to each other. You'll talk to me like I did today. I came. And the reason why I didn't come earlier for other interviews was that I had somebody who was dealing with the media. Sure. Are you going to have anybody? Okay, now that you don't have, we'll be dealing with media. Robert, the retrenchment was done actually yesterday. Today is the first day. Uh, I will come with that. Uh, but uh, we've got a PRO, in uh, Londona. But uh, on matters, I know, like you usually say with us, the chairman, that matters that uh, pertaining to the team will always try to talk to us directly. But when I had the CEO, it was good because he was doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I'm just trying to say... I didn't avoid you because of I didn't want to because there's nothing happening between us. We've been having mutual respect for each other for long. Absolutely. And nothing will change as far as that is concerned. So have yourself a a great evening and and all the best with the team. eh? 
Thank you very much, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye. Uh, that is Max Shabalala. Uh, he is the chair, the owner of Bloemfontein Celtic. I believe there's plenty of voice notes. Sure, but Rob, um, it's in Bohemian Sabuke. So, Bramai can disclose or rather talk about everything, just that not the sponsors and the financials of the team, because he was not apparently called to talk about them. But everything else is fine, he can answer the questions. By the way, I applaud you, Parok, for, for, for handling such people with maturity and that intelligence. I applaud you, brother. Yeah, Rob, it's the Bokhoye. Yeah, Rob, it's quite concerning listening to the chairman of Bluefontaine Celtics uh, citing the fact that they're going to uh, give the responsibility of, of an CEO to somebody junior. Will that person be given a much higher salary because they will be having more responsibilities compared to what they were doing previously? And secondly, Rob, it's quite concerning that a team like Celtics is being ran like this, where corporate governance is not being adhered to because surely without proper corporate governance principles, the team is just applying for failure, Rob. Thanks. Good evening, Mr. Mareo. I'm very disappointed with the way Mr. Chabalata is running Bloomfontein Celtic. We have had many stories. And then now it's this thing of retrenchment. And then I see no reason why he can't tell you the sponsors that he have for the team because no one will take them away from him. It's just to mention names only. And the sponsors won't run away from his team if he mentioned them. I am very disappointed, Mr. Marawa. Thank you. Hey, good evening, Marawa. Hey, uh, this this chairman of Bloomfontein Celtic, I don't know why he's so so defensive. And he, he seems like he came here already full, 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 full blast, like he's not happy about something. But how can you interview a person who's going to be defending everything that we want to ask? It's better we find Kumulan Kono and then we hear his story because I don't trust this Chavalala man. Uh, good evening, Robbie. Uh, it's Ben from Caltonville. Uh, based on the interview that you are having with uh, uh, Mr. Chairman the, uh, of uh, Celtic, I think uh, he's running this team based on emotions, you know, because he's ready to attack in every question that is being asked, you know. He doesn't take uh, uh, questions especially serious questions likely you know he's ready to attack i think that is the reason why celtic find themselves in the situation that they are in now uh, you know i'm listening to mr shabalala if if i'm not mistaken um mr chair of 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 celtics i think it's it's really been a long while since he he's been interviewed personally he should be interviewed more he should listen to the radio station because uh, I don't know, you know, it's hard to listen to him. It's hard to make sense of what he's telling us. And also the arrogance. Come on. Celtics is a big club. Thanks, Marawa. Great show. Prarob, Prarob, Prarob. Can someone from Mangawum in Bluefontein just come and rescue 
Mr. Chavalara because I think Providence Celtic is too heavy for him. As he has said last time, he said, no, he can't carry on with Celtic. Can someone from Mangao just come and rescue uh, Mr. Chavalala? Because I, I can see he can't carry on with Celtic. It's too heavy for him. Sepomatawatin Albertin. All right, thank you so much, Sepo. Thanks as well. I'm reading through, wow, I just think uh, social media just blew up on Twitter. I've tried for those who might have missed it to retweet as many of those comments as possible uh, because after the break, uh, we're possibly going to change gear to another uh, very, very important uh, topic as well. Uh, But yeah, that's that's Max Shabalala. Um, I think the fire brigade is here. Well, cool from our side, uh, but um, we can only trust Zolega Kotashi to calm things down a little bit with the news.